This article was originally published on popzar.com. Read this and more on our website. I think I can pin my love of card games to an infatuation with magic, the gathering back in the day. The idea of customizing your own arsenal of magic spells based on the cards you had available had me thinking of all the ways I'd use my arcane might to crush my foes. Turns out, of course, that actual CCGs tend to be all about throwing money around rather than spells, but that doesn't make the idea any less appealing. Digital card games, particularly today's ubiquitous deck builders, are certainly high on the list of ways to enjoy cards without going broke. Take Mahokanshi, for example, which combines carding with turn-based strategy and exploration. An Eastern-themed world is under siege from bandits, onion demons. We've probably seen this before, but Mahokanshi's here to add a TCG-themed twist onto things. By progressing through a series of stages our samurai heroes can save the day and make the world safe once again, which bodes well for sushi production and that sort of thing. I can't imagine if we let baddies keep me from enjoying that delicious inagi nigiri. Better get to work. Mahokanshi's got a little in common with Heroes of Might and Magic and Fire Emblem as well as Slave Aspire. You'll run around hexagonal maps playing cards, battling enemies and completing quests. As with any deck builder, proper card economy is key, but you also have to consider things like Fire Emblem-style terrain effects on your defense and ability to damage your enemies. All the while, you'll have to balance exploration with resource conservation, since this game encourages digging around for goodies on the map. There's a fair amount of customization to enjoy here as well. You can choose from representatives of the House of Sapphire, Jade, Topaz, and Ruby, each of which has their own card options and passive effects. Misaki of the House of Topaz, for instance, has lower health but plenty of ranged attacks and enemy-blocking obstacles to offset her fragility. The various characters allow you to take a different approach to each run or simply stick with a playstyle that suits your needs. I was particularly fond of the House of Ruby's more traditional smash and bash flavor, but there's bound to be something for anyone. Between map exploration, solving events and learning to get the most out of each character, this is a more complex game than the average deck builder. This additional complexity makes this a deeper experience than one might expect. That's nice on the one hand, but on the other it also lends itself to a less forgiving experience. Here it often feels like there's more puzzle elements than a design that encourages raw creativity, so it's entirely possible to lose maps and feel like it was primarily due to a mistake you made early on and don't recall how to correct. At least any frustration one experiences will be tempered by the fantastic presentation. It's a lovely game to watch, emphasizing the natural beauty of its Japanese-inspired locales and the flowing animation of characters in battle. Likewise, the sound's pretty much what you're going to expect from the style such as plenty of biwa. This is sure to please any anime fans, assuming they haven't already been taken in by a deck builder with similar style. Card-flinging connoisseurs are the audience of choice for Mahokanshi. It's a game that would really like you to come in with a little experience and a lot of patience. It's also a rewarding title that's bound to keep your brain whirring and your eyes watering from its gorgeous style. If you're new, maybe check out Slay the Spire first, but old hands with old hands of cards can't go wrong with this one. Thanks for listening. Read this and other articles on popzara.com.